Alright, here I go. I was gone for a minute. That was a, that was a message from uh, Medicaid. I had to check it out. But here I go. Uh, one more time. You know, you know, I always started out with, uh, hey, y'all, what it be like? Here I go. One more game, running my game, singing my song, pulling y'all coat, what's going on? I'm going to keep it 100. I was talking about the joint. I was talking about something I saw on the uh, YouTube thing today. The guy was talking about. Uh, what they do to the perverts in prison. Not no more, because the perverts outnumber everybody. That's what I, I started off kicking it about, but I'm still going to be talking about the joints, you know, a little bit about that, but you got emotions in the joints, you know. In prison, the predominant emotion I believe is anger. Somebody in prison, I mean, they always pissed off. The convicts locked up in the cell. The COs got to pass out the mail and listen to the cussing and shit that be coming from the ones that don't get no mail. The prisoners in the cell with another prisoner and the other guy, one of them snow, one of them be farting, sucking their teeth, take a shit three or four times a day, never clean the cell. The prisoner that expect a visit, visit don't show. Anger. Somebody is always, always pissed off in the jailhouse. But there ain't no other emotions that manifest themselves in prison. Sadness, yeah. Sadness is also a constant uh, presence inside of the prison walls or fences. The man who expects a letter and he he just waiting day after day for it to come. At first he blamed the mail room. Them cocksuckers in the mail room is fucking with my mail. And he angry, I mean, he pissed off. As the days turn to weeks and still the expected letter don't get there. And then he wonders, is it the mail room? And then finally the letter arrived and and he's excited. He opens the letter. It's fat. He reads the letter. It starts off. Dear John. Yeah, dear John. Don't nobody want to get that letter. I've been thinking of a way to tell you without hurting you. But as much as I don't want to, I know that you'll be hurt. You'll be angry and You'll be sad, but baby, 
you have so much time to do, and I'm all alone. I think of you all the time, and I cry myself to sleep at night. I still love you, sweetheart, but I need to move on with my life. That's what the letter be saying. When I come to visit you at that place where you at, it hurt me when I had to leave. It hurt so much sometimes that I had to pull my car off the road because my eyes be filled with tears. I love you, baby. I swear that I do, but I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired of the pain that comes from missing you so much. That's what the letter be saying. Please don't hate me, darling. All I want to do is be happy. And our happiness started to die on that day when they took you to prison. Our son was six months old. And in two months, he'll be seven years old. And when you get out of prison, he'll be a 30-year-old man. Baby, our son will still be our son in 30 years or 130 years. That ain't going to never change. But I can't wait. 23 more years for you to come back to me. That's what the letter be saying. Sweetheart, I'm a woman. You know that I'm a whole lot of woman. And I need a man every day and every night. You know it, baby. You used to be that man. And you would give me all that I needed whenever I wanted it. And baby, it was so good. But it's been more than six years now. And I'm about to lose my mind. That's what the letter be saying. I could have went out and found me somebody and then lied to you. But you mean too much to me for me to do that to you. The fellas in the neighborhood, both married and single, and those at the hospital where I work, they know that you are in the joint. And it'll be there for a long time. They know that I'm alone, so they hit on me all of the time. They want to change my oil. They want to carry my packages. They want to take me to dinner. I always say no, and I continue to say no to them. But, baby, there's somebody, some man, some place that I'm going to say yes to. Our son will still come to see you, either your mother or your sister's. Or my mother and my sisters will bring him to see you. But I won't be coming no more. That's what the letter be saying. Please don't hate me, sweetheart. I have to do it this way because I'm just so tired of being alone. I love you, darling. That's what the letter said. And then... The dude, after reading that long-awaited letter, what does he feel? Anger or sadness or, or both, huh? He punched the wall. Do he cut his wrist or hang himself? Do he try to get on the phone? He just lay down on his bed and cry or, or what? Anger. Anger is predominant. Anger thinks, bitch, 
fucking no good, bitch, god damn it. Anger picks up a pen. Anger begins to write. You bitch, fuck you. You probably been sucking every one of them dude dick anyway. Just like you used to suck mine, stinking hoe. Do you swallow theirs too, you cum drunk scuzz bucket? Fuck you, bitch. You love me. Ain't that a bitch? You love whatever dick you can slide up between your legs, you no good tramp. That's what anger said. Our son, your son, motherfucker. You probably was fucking 10 to 11 other dudes when I was fucking your hoish ass. You don't know who the daddy is, you poop butt bitch. You probably been fucking somebody or a whole lot of somebody's anyway. Right now, bitch. Right goddamn now, I'm flushing this punk ass wedding band down the toilet. I wish that I could put your pussy ass in the toilet with it. That's what anger said. You don't want to hurt me. Motherfucker, how the fuck you going to hurt me, you worthless piece of chicken shit, bitch? I don't give a fuck if you go somewhere and let a bunch of fags run the train on your nasty ass. Because I wouldn't fuck you with a dog's dick, you dipsy bitch. You ain't coming up here no more. Motherfucker, you better not bring your rotten ass up here again talking about... You can't wait no 23 years. You, your sorry ass probably didn't wait 23 hours when I got popped. Fuck you with a stick. Nasty hoe. Take your love and blow it out your pussy ass. Nah. See, anger did that. But it was a disguise because the real emotion was sadness. But in prison, sadness especially... Sadness concerning the actions of a woman is seen as a type of weakness. It makes you a sucker, a mob. It essentially classifies you as a hostile dude. So the sadness is covered up with the anger. And in the joint, that's cool. Because everyone in the joint, everybody in the joint, they know about anger. Every time that the doors roll, someone comes out angry. Somebody come out with their jaws tight. Somebody be pissed off. And anger at a woman? Shit. Oh, hell yeah. We all know that anger. She promised to send money and it didn't come. Or it didn't come on time. She promised to come for a visit. And she don't show no letter all week. You call every day and the line is always busy and nobody answers. Everybody understand that in the joint. And dear John, you just say fuck the hoe. Bitches is like buses. Another one come along in a little while. That's what you say. But in the midnight hour, when the lights are out and all is quiet, what you say then? Who do you say it to? <laughs> Why? Why?
Why? Is that what you say? I want her back. Do you say that? I still love her. Who do you say that to, huh? Do you say it to God? Do you say it to yourself? When do you finally say, fuck it? Lots of dudes are still trying to figure that one out. Yes, sir. That's some of what be going on in them joints. In the minds of the men in them joints. A lot of them dudes in the joints, they didn't have no woman. The only woman in their life that they had was their mama and their grandmama. Their mama and their grandmama ain't going to write them no dear job. Your mama and their grandmama is, is going to get bamboozled for years and years and years to come until they finally find out that they uh, their son or their grandson been playing. And, but that'll be a long time. But that's the way it rolls. And then you had the old timers in there. And of course, me being there so long, I finally growed up to be a, a old timer. And uh, I was always described as being stuck in my ways or stuck in the past. And I always responded with for just because. The years change. It don't mean that I got to change. I'm still in the, I was still in the joint. I ain't in the joint now. But that was my life. That was my life, all my life. All the way from 1957 until 2019. 57 was when I started. 2019 is when I finally had enough. They didn't break me. <laughs> but I ain't no damn fool. I ain't no damn fool. I was a damn fool. It took me a long time to quit being a damn fool. I might still be a damn fool, but I ain't no goddamn fool. And I know that going to the joint now for me I'm I'm too outnumbered. I'm too outnumbered. I mean, I've, I've always had the police against me, but now I've got. I would have uh, everybody else against me, cause I'm still against the police. I'm still against white folks. And these motherfuckers here, you will catch your brother in the first time. I'm not prejudiced. That's what that's what them brothers say in the joint. I'm not prejudiced. I ain't a white man. I'm not prejudiced. That's what they say. And maybe they ain't. But goddammit, I am. See, I know who my enemy is. You see, some of the folks that they have to read books about and 
what happened to them people. They had to read books about them. I ain't had to read no goddamn books. Some of them people that the police killed, I knew them personally. Police, uh, well, they, I don't think they ever tried. Well, maybe one time they tried to kill me. But I can't say for sure. And they probably had good reason too, but I can't say for sure. Because uh, I'm I'm just surmising. I just be surmising and I ain't got nothing to prove what I believe. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at is I hear, I see on YouTube them guys that talking about they've been to jail and they've been to the, to the joint and this is what happened in the jail. I don't know what joint they've been to. I don't know what goddamn joint they've been in. But uh, fish fight, I was in the did damn near 40 years straight. During that 40 years, I paroled twice. No, well, three times. I paroled three times that 40 years. It was only on that third parole that I finally hit the street. I paroled from one prison system, and the other prison system came and got me and took me and said, hey, we've been waiting on you. But all that time, I didn't see no goddamn fist fights. Hell no. I, I them the kind of jails I'm talking about. I didn't see no damn fist fights. I seen motherfuckers get their head cut all the way off, get their throat cut, get stabbed 19, 20 times, get beat in the head with bricks and iron pipes and get uh, 150 and 200 pound weights dropped on them. I've seen that. Seen guys get thrown off the third and fourth tiers. And splat like a tomato when they hit the concrete down there. But I ain't seen no fist fights. I seen motherfuckers that get beat up. Wasn't no fist fight. I seen motherfuckers get hit, get dropped, he unconscious, and get stomped bloody, all his teeth out. And that kind of shit. Seen guys get choked out and then beat to death. I ain't seen no fist fight. I seen boxing. I seen boxing. Sometime with bare knuckles. I seen that. In the ring, in the gym, on the mats. I seen that. But I ain't seen no fight. No fuck. Seen violation, gang violations where somebody in the gang would fuck up and they take them in the cell and they was supposed to get 40 punches to the head or 40 to the body and shit like that. Yeah, they did that. But them was for gang violations. But fist fight, hell no. Not in no joint I ever been in. <laughs> and I've been in them from California to Pennsylvania. From, from Michigan to Oklahoma. 
I ain't never seen that shit. But anyway, I think I'm going to slow my roll this time. All right, here I go. I was gone for a minute. That was a, that was a message from uh, Medicaid. I had to check it out. But here I go. Uh, one more time. You know, you know, I always started out with, uh, hey, y'all, what it be like? Here I go. One more again, running my game, singing my song, pulling y'all coat, what's going on? I'm going to keep it 100. I was talking about the joint, I was talking about something I saw on the uh, YouTube thing today, the guy was talking about. Uh, what they do to the perverts in prison. Not no more, because the perverts outnumber everybody. That's what I, I started off kicking in about, but I'm still going to be talking about the joints, you know, a little bit about that, but you got emotions in the joints, you know. In prison, the predominant emotion I believe is anger. Somebody in prison, I mean, they always pissed off. The convicts locked up in the cell. The COs got to pass out the mail and listen to the cussing and shit that be coming from the ones that don't get no mail. The prisoners in the cell with another prisoner and the other guy, one of them snow, one of them be farting, sucking their teeth, take a shit three or four times a day, never clean the cell. The prisoner that expect a visit, visit don't show. Anger. Somebody is always, always pissed off in the jailhouse. But there ain't no other emotions that manifest themselves in prison. Sadness, yeah. Sadness is also a constant uh, presence inside of the prison walls or fences. The man who expects a letter and he, he just waiting Day after day for it to come. At first he blamed the mail room. Them cocksuckers in the mail room and fucking with my mail. And he angry. I mean, he pissed off. As the days turn to weeks and still the expected letter don't get there. And then he wonders, is it the mail room? And then finally the letter arrives and and he's excited. He opens the letter. It's fat. He reads the letter. It starts off. Dear John. Yeah, dear John. Don't nobody want to get that letter. 
I've been thinking of a way to tell you without hurting you. But as much as I don't want to, I know that you'll be hurt. You'll be angry and you'll be sad. But baby, you have so much time to do and I'm all alone. I think of you all the time and I cry myself to sleep at night. I still love you, sweetheart, but I need to move on with my life. That's what the letter be saying. When I come to visit you at that place where you at, it hurt me when I had to leave. It hurt so much sometimes that I had to pull my car off the road because my eyes be filled with tears. I love you, baby. I swear that I do, but I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired of the pain that comes from missing you so much. That's what the letter be saying. Please don't hate me, darling. All I want to do is be happy. And our happiness started to die on that day when they took you to prison. Our son was six months old. And in two months, he'll be seven years old. And when you get out of prison, he'll be a 30-year-old man. Baby, our son will still be our son in 30 years or 130 years. That ain't going to never change. But I can't wait 23 more years for you to come back to me. That's what the letter be saying. Sweetheart, I'm a woman. You know that I'm a whole lot of women. And I need a man every day and every night. You know it, baby. You used to be that man, and you would give me all that I needed whenever I wanted it. And, baby, it was so good. But it's been more than six years now, and I'm about to lose my mind. That's what the letter be saying. I could have went out and found me somebody and then lied to you, but you mean too much to me for me to do that to you. The fellas in the neighborhood, both married and single, and those at the hospital where I work, they know that you are in the joint and will be there for a long time. They know that I'm alone, so they hit on me all of the time. They want to change my oil. They want to carry my packages. They want to take me to dinner. I always say no, and I continue to say no to them, but baby, there's somebody, some man, some place that I'm going to say yes to. Our son will still come to see you. Either your mother or your sisters or my mother and my sisters will bring him to see you. But I won't be coming no more. That's what the letter be saying. Please don't hate me, sweetheart. I have to do it this way because I'm just so tired. Of being alone. I love you, darling. That's what the letter said. And then the dude, after reading that long awaited letter, what does he feel? Anger or sadness or, or both, huh? 
he punched the wall? Do he cut his wrist or hang himself? Do he try to get on the phone? He just lay down on his bed and cry or, or what? Anger. Anger is predominant. Anger thinks, bitch, fucking no good, bitch, god damn it. Anger picks up a pen. Anger begins to write. You bitch, fuck you. You probably been sucking every one of them dude dick anyway. Just like you used to suck mine, stinking hoe. Do you swallow theirs too, you cum drunk scug bucket? Fuck you, bitch. You love me. Ain't that a bitch? You love whatever dick you can slide up between your legs, you no good tramp. That's what anger said. Our son, your son, motherfucker. You probably were fucking 10 or 11 other dudes when I was fucking your hoish ass. You don't know who the daddy is, you poop butt bitch. You probably been fucking somebody or a whole lot of somebody's anyway. Right now, bitch. Right goddamn now, I'm flushing this punk ass wedding band down the toilet. I wish that I could put your pussy ass in the toilet with it. That's what anger said. You don't want to hurt me. Motherfucker, how the fuck you going to hurt me, you worthless piece of chicken shit, bitch? I don't give a fuck if you go somewhere and let a bunch of fags run the train on your nasty ass. Because I wouldn't fuck you with a dog's dick, you dipsy bitch. You ain't coming up here no more. Motherfucker, you better not bring your rotten ass up here again talking about... You can't wait no 23 years. You, your sorry ass probably didn't wait 23 hours when I got popped. Fuck you with a stick. Nasty hoe. Take your love and blow it out your pussy ass. Nah. See, anger did that. But it was a disguise because the real emotion was sadness. But in prison, sadness especially... Sadness concerning the actions of a woman is seen as a type of weakness. It makes you a sucker, a mob. It essentially classifies you as a hostile dude. So the sadness is covered up with the anger. And in the joint, that's cool. Because everyone in the joint, everybody in the joint, they know about anger. Every time that the doors roll, someone comes out angry. Somebody come out with their jaws tight. Somebody be pissed off. And anger at a woman? Shit. Oh, hell yeah. We all know that anger. She promised to send money and it didn't come. Or it didn't come on time. She promised to come for a visit. And she don't show no letter all week. You call every day and the line is always busy and nobody answers. Everybody understand that in the joint. And dear John, you just say fuck the hoe. Bitches is like buses. 
another one come along in a little while. That's what you say. But in the midnight hour, when the lights are out and all is quiet, what you say then? Who do you say it to? <laughs> Why? 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 Is that what you say? I want her back. Do you say that? I still love her. Who do you say that to, huh? Do you say it to God? Do you say it to yourself? When do you finally say, fuck it? Lots of dudes are still trying to figure that one out. Yes, sir. That's some of what be going on in them joints. In the minds of the men in them joints. A lot of them dudes in the joints, they didn't have no woman. The only woman in their life that they had was their mama and their grandmama. Their mama and their grandmama ain't going to write them no dear job. Your mama and their grandmama is, is going to get bamboozled for years and years and years to come until they finally find out that they, uh, their son or their grandson been playing. And, but that'll be a long time. But that's the way it rolls. And then you had the old timers in there. And of course, me being there so long, I finally growed up to be a, a old timer. And uh, I was always described as being stuck in my ways or stuck in the past. And I always responded with for just because. The years change. It don't mean that I got to change. I'm still in the, I was still in the joint. I ain't in the joint now. But that was my life. That was my life, all my life. All the way from 1957 until 2019. 57 was when I started. 2019 is when I finally had enough. They didn't break me. <laughs> but I ain't no damn fool. I ain't no damn fool. I was a damn fool. It took me a long time to quit being a damn fool. I might still be a damn fool, but I ain't no goddamn fool. And I know that going to the joint not for me. I'm I'm too outnumbered. I'm too outnumbered. I mean, I've, I've always had the police against me, but now I've got. I would have uh, everybody else against me, cause I'm still against the police. I'm still against white folks. And these motherfuckers here, you will catch your brother in the first time. I'm not prejudiced. That's what that's what them brothers say in the joint. I'm not prejudiced. I ain't 
a white man, I'm not prejudiced. <laughs> That's what they say. And maybe they ain't, but goddammit, I am. See, I know who my enemy is. You see, some of the folks that they have to read books about and what happened to them people, they had to read books about them. I ain't had to read no goddamn book. Some of them people that the police killed, I knew them personally. Police, uh, well, they, I don't think they ever tried. Well, maybe one time they tried to kill me. But I can't say for sure. And they probably had good reason too, but I can't say for sure. Because, uh, I'm I'm just surmising. I just be surmising, and I ain't got nothing to prove what I believe. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at is, I hear, I see on YouTube them guys that talk about they've been to jail and they've been to the, to the joint, and this is what happened in the. I don't know what joint they've been to. I don't know what goddamn joint they've been in. But uh, fish fight, I was in the, did damn near 40 years straight. During that 40 years, I paroled twice. No, well, three times. I paroled three times that 40 years. It was only on that third parole that I finally hit the street. I paroled from one prison system and the other prison system came and got me and took me and said, hey, we've we been waiting on you. But all that time, I didn't see no goddamn fist fights. Hell no. I, I was them the kind of jail I'm talking about. I didn't see no damn fist fights. I seen motherfuckers get their head cut all the way off, get their throat cut, get stabbed 19, 20 times, get beat in the head with bricks and iron pipes and get uh, 150 and 200 pound weights dropped on them. I've seen that. Seen guys get thrown off the third and fourth tiers and splat like a tomato when they hit the concrete down there. But I ain't seen no fist fights. I've seen motherfuckers that get beat up. Wasn't no fist fight. I seen motherfucker get hit, get dropped, he unconscious, and get stumped, bloody, all his teeth out, and that kind of shit. Seen guys get choked out and then beat to death. I ain't seen no fist fight. I seen boxing. I seen boxing. Sometime with bare knuckles, I seen that. In the ring, in the gym, on the mats, I seen that. But I ain't seen no fight. No sir. I seen violation, gang violations where somebody in the gang would fuck up and they take them in the cell and they was supposed to get 40 punches to the head or 40 to the body and shit like that. Yeah, they did that. 
But them was for gang violations. But fist fight, hell no. Not in no joint I ever been in. <laughs> and I've been in them from California to Pennsylvania. From, from Michigan to Oklahoma. I ain't never seen that shit. But anyway, I think I'm going to slow my roll this time. 